0: Happy Friday, romance fiction queens, and welcome back to another episode. Today's a very exciting day because it is the official release day of the intro novella to my new series, Wildwood. The Art of Second Chances is now available on Amazon for free, so be sure to go check it out and give it a read. If you like what you see, please be so kind as to leave a review to let me and other readers know. And you'll also find at the end of the book, there's an exclusive first chapter sneak peek into the first full length book of the series, The Way We Were, which is also now available on Amazon for pre order. So, in honor of release day for today's episode, I thought I'd share my list of book launch essentials with you. So, these are the elements that, in my experience, based on my own publishing ventures and what I've seen with my clients over the years, have the biggest impact on how successful the launch of your romance novel is. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome to The Business of Romance, the podcast that helps you turn your passion for romance novels into profits. I'm your host, May, also known as the Romance Fiction Queen, and I'll be joining you here each week to serve up my industry expertise and insights from this lucrative world of writing and self-publishing romance novels. Listen in for practical tips and strategies on writing to market, mastering self publishing, and becoming the ultimate romance fiction queen. Let's get started. Book launch essentials. Let's discuss. So, you may remember a few episodes back, I had a guest expert, Emily Enger of Good Enough Book Marketing, here on the show. And one of the reasons I was drawn to Emily's work is because she practices and teaches what she calls minimalist marketing. So when you get into marketing strategies, especially in the self-publishing world, you'll quickly find that there are a billion different things you can do to market your book. And it gets overwhelming super fast and it can leave authors wondering, like, how am I going to have enough time to keep up with all of this and actually carry it out? Or in the aftermath of launch, you might find that you ran yourself ragged trying to do all of the things, but you still didn't get the sales that you hoped for. So you're feeling frustrated and burnout. Book launch marketing is a lot like social media strategy. You as a solo author and publisher without a team, or even if you have a small, smart startup team you cannot be absolutely everywhere at once doing all the things. There are too many platforms and maximizing all of them is time-consuming. Creating content for each of them is time-consuming even if you're being smart about it and recycling across platforms. So when I approach marketing and business strategy, I like to take a comprehensive approach, meaning it's not just about the impact that it has on book sales and other results that are produced. It's also about the effect that it has on me mentally and emotionally. If I come out on the other side of a launch feeling stressed and unhappy with the results and even overwhelmed to the point of questioning why I'm even doing any of this, that to me is not an effective strategy because it's not sustainable. And it can work both ways. Sometimes that happens because you did too much and you need to scale it back. Um, Sometimes it can happen because you feel like you didn't do enough. So having a set list of marketing strategies that you know that you're going to do for every single book launch is so important, Um, especially in today's romance market where you know I'm always talking about rapid releases are everything. So when you're thinking about not just writing a new book every month, but releasing a new book every month. You have to be very strategic about what goes into the launches of each of those books when you're running one each and every single month. And you need to have a good system and process in place for making sure that everything runs smoothly. But before you can develop a good system and process, you need to know what the tasks are for each and every launch. Um, And, you know, you have to take care of yourself when you're a solopreneur, going back to kind of this comprehensive approach to everything, because if you can't keep up and stay in it for the long haul, everything stops. You are the single most important thing to protect because you are the heart of your publishing business. So that means caring for your well-being, not just the success of your business and your bank account, like, but you as a person, how you're feeling about all of it. Um, This is especially true with creative industries like ours, because outside of the marketing and the business side of things, you still have to have the energy and inspiration to keep creating like before, during and after the launch. So with all of that in mind, how do you know out of the billions of marketing options you have what to actually focus on? If you want to take a minimalist approach that feels doable for you with the added confidence that the essentials that you've chosen to focus on are actually having a big impact because when you pair the list of marketing tasks down to the bare minimum, you do want to ensure that each of the things left on the list actually serve a purpose and go a long way in achieving the result that you want. Now I will throw in just a quick disclaimer in saying that the things I'm going to go over with you today, um, are, again, what have worked well for me and what have produced the most results for my clients. But it is kind of a general broad overview. Um, a minute ago, I mentioned like putting a system and process into place for how you manage all of these tasks and how you carry them out. When it gets into the super specifics of each of these essentials that I'm going to talk about here today, as well as that process for how you're carrying them out, that's really something you have to um practice, test and refine over time. So, it's about each time you run a launch, kind of doing a de- debriefing at the end of it and saying to yourself, what did I do? What worked well? What could I do better next time? And just recording that even more than you think you need to. Like keeping track of all of that in one place. It's really easy for us to Accidentally make assumptions about things. Um, For example, we might say that a our social media uh, posts about our launch didn't get that much engagement, or that it didn't go that well. But then, if we actually go back and we look at the numbers, we might find that we did a lot better than we thought we did. So, just to avoid making misinformed decisions based on these assumptions that we can wrongly make in our heads sometimes. It's so important to record everything about your launch. Every action that you take, take notes on what the action was, how you carried it out, how well that went, what was the result of it. And by doing that, you're really going to be able to hone in on a perfected launch strategy over time. And being in the habit of recording everything that way is also going to help you um, just that habit will help you continue to refine your launch strategy over time. Anyhow, okay, so the essentials that I'm presenting to you today are all about what actually makes that impact. Um, First and foremost, I think it's so important to establish a goal for this stage of your author career. With where you're at right now, does it make more sense to focus on growing your audience or to grow your profits? You want to revisit that and decide where you're at with each new book that you launch. So for new authors, your launch goal should always be to get your book in front of as many eyes as possible and to get as many reviews as possible. This builds an audience of people who will buy your future releases. It gets you more visibility as your book ranks higher on the charts and the reviews give you credibility Then that's going to help persuade other potential readers. But you'll eventually reach a point where you can say, okay, I have a good base audience built up. I now know I'm never launching to crickets. Every time I put out a book, this core group of readers right here are going to buy it. Now I need to start generating more profits. You'll notice that I'm running a free promo on The Art of Second Chances from day one of its release. That's because I want to kick off with a bang. I want to get as many people as possible hooks with this novella, so more people will want the first full book in the series that's coming out next. I'm reviving my pen name and rebuilding an audience of readers, so my goal right now is growing readership. But when I get, say, three to six books into this series, if I know a core group of people are buying these books every time, then I start to strategize about things like Okay, I don't want to kick off with a free promo because I know all of these people over here are going to buy the next book the moment it comes out, and I don't want to lose out on those profits. Another area this might affect is whether or not you do a paperback version of your book. Um, KDP just raised their printing costs, which cuts into profits for authors. So some people are looking at the pricing and wondering, is the profit even worth it to do paperback? If your goal is growing your readership and you know there's a small chance someone might buy your book in paperback but not ebook, it makes sense to take less profit so you can reach as many people as possible. You could take that same mentality and approach with audiobooks because audiobooks can be a pretty big investment to have made, such to the point that it may take you a long time before you make back that investment on the audiobook. But if your goal right now is to reach as many readers as possible, and there's a chance that some people might buy your book on audiobook versus any other format that it may come in, then that might be worth it to still take that investment, even if it's going to take a long time before you make it back or you feel like you potentially may never make it back. If it's resulting in growing your readership and that's your goal right now. That's kind of the payoff for that investment, even if it's not in dollar signs. So setting your goal not only helps to make these types of decisions easier, it also helps set your own expectations, which ties into your emotional and mental state during and after the launch, like I mentioned earlier. If my goal is profit and sales of a launch are low, that's going to be disheartening. But if you're a new author and your goal is growing readership, any sale that you make, even if it's only a handful, is meeting your goal because that's a handful of people who might purchase the next book that you put out as well. So setting realistic goals and expectations is important for your stamina and how you're feeling about your publishing venture. And that's why coming out the gate as a new author, your goal and expectations always need to be set on steady growth of your readership. The next important thing to do is to make sure that you're giving readers an instant place to go next after this book. So in the back matter of your book, I recommend including the first chapter of the next book and having a pre-order for that already set up on Amazon so you can link to it. The time that readers are most likely to pre-order and commit to your next release and, you know, Be really jazzed up for it, and they're going to remember that date enough to go buy it then if they don't pre order. It's right after they finish your latest book and they're craving more. So go ahead and give them more with that teaser and a link to lock it in the moment that they're finished reading. Once that goal and your expectations are set and your back matter is all set up to let them know exactly where they're going next, we move on to what kinds of promotions you're doing. And again, there's a lot to choose from. You have social media marketing, launch party events, book signings, free and paid book promos, and newsletter promos. It's a lot. Because the demand of the market today is really all about those rapid new releases, I don't recommend going overboard with launch events. Because if you're releasing a new book every month, that's going to be a lot to keep up with. Like you're barely going to have time to recover in between book launches. But what you can do is hit a few major new release milestones with each new book through your social media marketing. The ones that I like to hit for each new book are announcing the release date, the cover reveal, the blurb reveal, introducing each of the main characters, and then of course your release day posts. So you can take a look at my social media to kind of see what those might look like, but I'll run through them really quickly as well. This is the checklist that I follow for every new release. As it draws closer, I want to do a post officially announcing the release date. Then I want to reveal the cover and do a separate post revealing the blurb. So these things may seem little like your cover, your blurb, your release date. They're all things that you just know you have to have in place, but you can really drum each one of those up individually through your social media marketing so that your readers feel engaged and like they're kind of a part of the process and it just builds tight for the release of your book. So these are great things that you can do. Um, usually for cover and blurb reveals, I'll do a teaser for those the day before the big reveal. So like coming tomorrow, the cover reveal and the next day I'll post that. And then I might um, space it out depending on when my release date is, how far between the blurb teaser and reveal and that cover teaser and reveal, how far those are spaced apart. And you do want to spread those out between the day you announce the release date and then the day that the book will actually be available. Um, Just so you can kind of keep like a steady energy building throughout. And also um, to kind of, you know, make the most of the time that you're spending on content. So mixed in between that, I like to introduce the main characters. A great way to look at social media is that it's an extension of your book's world. So it's like a space for book bonuses for anyone who loves your characters and the world that you've created. So you can share all of these fun details about your characters and the world that they live in. There are some really fun creative things you can do with that too. Um another Not entirely necessary, but really fun thing that I include on my own social media post checklist is creating and sharing a playlist for each new book. So it's just bonus world building. And it's one of those things that even if none of my readership actually goes and listens to the playlist, it's just a really fun part of the process for me. And I love doing it. So that ties into what I've mentioned earlier. It's like a morale boost or a little treat during launches that I can look forward to. Then you can do a post the day before your book's release reminding everyone it's almost here. And then, of course, a big celebratory post announcing that it's officially available. And that's when you want to go update your social media bio and links to include a direct link to your newest release. Um make it fun. Anything you do that day to celebrate, share it with people. That's essentially what the new digital book launch party looks like. Let them get a peek into your world and how you're feeling about it so they're engaged and they can feel like they're celebrating with you. Um, so those are some social media and launch party essentials. Now let's talk about reviews because any post you make after The release, any ongoing promotional posts that you make, you want to remind people to leave a review. Put that out there as much as possible. Ask for it because it's obvious to us as authors how important reviews are. But it's not always so obvious to people who just read, who aren't writing and publishing themselves. So explain to them why reviews are so important and don't be shy about asking for those. Um, Outside of the audience you have direct access to and any ARC team that you've built up on your own. One of my favorite platforms for getting reviews is Booksprap. Um, There are other platforms like that one you can use too, but again, it all comes down to what stage you're at. In the beginning of your self-publishing journey, it's fine to only pick one or two platforms to focus on for getting reviews. Later, you can get more strategic and in-depth and start maximizing that by getting on to as many platforms as possible and even building your own art team side of that. So then we get into newsletter promos. Newsletter promotions are a really powerful tool in book marketing because they're going straight to a person's inbox. You're not worried about the algorithm and all the things that come along with social media. It's your direct line to people. And newsletter promos for a book launch don't just pertain to your own mailing list. It's any list you can get access to. It goes without saying, you do need to announce the release of your book to your own mailing list. But I have also found it to be extremely effective to have a few paid newsletter promotions you can turn to. So these are people who have built up massive mailing lists of readers. And usually the most popular books they share. Are ones that are free or 99 cents. So you can either pay to be featured in these newsletters or you can connect with other authors in your subgenre and do newsletter swaps. So make sure if you're paying for newsletter promos that you're getting real stats on the performance of that promotional share meaning that they need to be able to show the average results their authors are getting from their shares, and then they need to be reporting back to you on exactly what kind of results they saw when they shared your book with their mailing list. You won't get that so much with newsletter swamps with other authors like you, but for paid promos, it's absolutely something that should be provided to you. So you you can make sure that you're not wasting your money on those promos. Okay, so what about other kinds of promos? Um, some options I look at are Bookbub, Robin Reed, Red Feather Romance, Free Booksy, and Bargain Booksy, just to name a few, though there are plenty more out there. And when you're new and assuming your initial marketing budget is low, because really you want to grow your marketing budget as your profits grow, so you're not paying for that out of pocket, you can't book promos on every single one of these platforms. It's going to add up really really fast. I recommend trying one at a time one new platform for each new release and then you track the result that you're getting from those so you can narrow it down to one or a few of these that generate the most sales for you and then those become a regular part of your launch strategy. Okay so to recap here's your list of book launch essentials. You want to set a goal and expectation for your launch, which might be to grow your audience or to make more profits. You want to make sure that your readers have a place to go next. So include a sneak peek into your next book with the first chapter in the back matter of your latest release and have that link to a pre-order on Amazon. So you can really take advantage of that moment that you hope your readers have, which is to crave more the moment that they finish your book. They're not ready for it. And so you can tell them instantly, this is what's coming next. This is where you can find more. Make a checklist for what key social media posts you know you want to hit, like announcing the release date, the cover reveal, the blurb reveal, introducing each of the main characters, and then, of course, your release day posts. Have a strategy in place for getting reviews by either asking them um, through your direct audience, but also through arc platforms like Bookscrap. Newsletter promos. Not only drumming up that release to your own mailing list, but also seeing if you can line up a few swaps or paid spots in other newsletters. And then you have paid promos. So in the beginning, trying a bunch of different ones to see what gets the most results, and later narrowing that down to proven platforms that you know you can count on at any time. Um, you know, I can recommend what promos have worked well for me. If you're a part of other publishing communities, you can always ask what's worked well for them. But I have seen so many different discussions about these paid promos and the results from author to author, from subgenre to subgenre, and all the little details that might be different between them make the results that they're getting from those promos so much different. Like one person will say, this particular promo worked great for me. Another person might say, oh, it didn't work for me at all. So that's why, even though I'd love to just be able to say, if you go book this and this, you're absolutely, it's going to be worth every penny of your money what works for me may not work for you. So that's just kind of a part of the process that you can't avoid. It is always going to be a little bit of testing and refining to figure out what actually works for you. Um, And with those paid promos, remember, a lot of times you do have to book those in advance. So make sure that you're checking out the wait time on those and booking them far enough ahead of time Um, It's also super useful if you can align your paid promotions that you have booked with promotions that you're running on your book. Like if you're doing a discounted price or the free Kindle promo, uh, try to run those paid promo spots at the same time as those. So outside of all of that, the best advice I can give for book marketing is that the moment you finish launching a new book, immediately, like both mentally and physically, move on to finishing your next book and start planning that launch as well especially in today's romance market. I think it is so easy to get caught up in perfectionism or overthinking every choice we make with the story and its marketing and when we're in launch mode it's easy to get caught up in overthinking and wondering if we made all the right choices and the best way to avoid getting stuck in that is to move on to the next one. Anything you wish you had done different with this story or this launch, put it into the next one because you're no matter how perfect you think that you get this process, you're likely going to have thoughts like that with every single book that you write and every single launch that you do. So train yourself to get into that habit, to not get stuck there and to move on. Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean that you're endlessly working and burning yourself out like. that's why I like doing book launches on a Friday. Um, So like I have spent all week like building up to today. And then today is just about saying, hey, it's there. It's finally here. My promos are booked. Everything's done. My posts have been made. When I finish recording and posting this podcast, I am walking away and I am likely not going to think about it again for the rest of the weekend. And then on Monday. I'll come back and kind of do a launch debrief, but my main focus on Monday is going to be on finishing the next book and getting ready for that launch. So, it's a journey, you know, like it's so easy to get caught up in the big event of a launch, but we have to go somewhere after that. We have to keep it moving forward. Um, so and you do have a place to go after that. It's your next book. Uh, so keep it moving and, you know, keep that momentum going and always enjoying the journey as you go but continuously moving forward that's all for today my queens have a wonderful weekend happy writing publishing and launching well that's all she wrote for today's episode of the business of romance i hope you enjoyed this time of adding to your toolkit for how to turn your romance writing into a profitable business If you want to continue your journey towards becoming a successful romance fiction queen, head on over to fictionqueen.com where you'll find tons of resources, courses, and freebies to help you build your empire. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to share it on social media and be sure to tag me so I can say thank you. And if you would be so kind, leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your support helps us reach more amazing writers and publishers just like you. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, I hope you have beautiful days filled with creativity, inspiration, and lots of money rolling in from you sharing your talents with the world.